0: This is Evidence Safe GI, and I'm Jacqueline Gallin, founder of GastroGirl, a patient-centric company focused on improving digestive health. Today, we'll be discussing dietary management of constipation, specifically focusing on the efficacy of kiwi fruits to improve stool frequency and other constipation symptoms with Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief, about his summary in the August 2023 issue of EBGI. His summary reviews Consumption of two green kiwi fruits daily improves constipation and abdominal discomfort results of an international multi-center randomized control trial from the June, 2023 issue of the ACG's flagship journal, the American Journal of Gastroenterology. Thank you, Dr. Schoenfeld. Well, our first question today is why is this such an important topic for our listeners and what is unique about the study that you reviewed?
1: Well, You know, Jackie, first, it's great to be talking with you again. And I think gastroenterologists have all experienced patients asking what kind of foods they should eat in order to improve their constipation symptoms. And patients are frequently told to increase the fiber in their diet. But many of our patients want much more specific feedback about what that means. And, you know, in fact, we do have randomized controlled trials to demonstrate that bran fiber found in breads or muffins or cereals actually did not demonstrate improvement versus placebo or or standard diet in constipation symptoms in randomized controlled trials. And prior to these RCTs about kiwi fruit, really the only other specific food that had been studied in constipation RCT was prunes. And compared to psyllium, the main ingredient in metamucil, prunes were effective. But again, that was based on just a single small RCT. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on this from a patient perspective about trying to think what makes a high fiber diet?
0: Well, you know, there's no one size fits all, as you know, and we, you know, this this constipation topic is always a hot topic with patients, whether they have IBS or it's idiopathic and they don't know what's causing the constipation. Patients are always looking for a solution to, you know, how can I improve? How can I feel better? And, you know, do I drink more water? We just talked about this before we got on um, the recording here. And what food should I eat? You know, fiber it's relative to what your body can tolerate and how it works for you right what may work for you may not work for me prunes don't do anything for me i can eat a whole ton of prunes and the only thing that will happen to me is i'll probably get a stomach ache they are high in fodmap so that's really not the fiber source that i would choose so again i really it really comes down to working with your healthcare provider and a registered dietitian to really understand what works for the patient in their unique health situation
1: absolutely And, you know, you mentioned water intake, and this is something I always emphasize to patients, that, you know, certainly you want to make sure that you drink enough water in response to your body's signals about needing to drink a fluid. However, the colon is extremely efficient about both absorbing and secreting water. And for my patients, I always tell them that simply increasing water intake is not likely to improve stool frequency unless there is something in the colon to basically suck that water in and keep it inside the colon to loosen up stool, similar to what a kiwi fruit or a fiber supplement like psyllium does. Because, you know, again, the body's own wizardry is going to regulate just how much water is in the colon if there's not some type of fiber to suck that water and keep it in place.
0: Well, that makes total sense because like we, we talked about, I drink a lot of water. And if if that was the case, if water induced bowel movements, I would probably be living in the bathroom these days because I drink a ton of water. So that makes a lot of sense. So getting back to the study, why would kiwi, this is such an interesting study, why would kiwi fruit? be an effective treatment for constipation.
1: Kiwi fruit cell walls have been studied in in vitro studies, where we're just looking at the cells. And their cell walls have a particularly pronounced swelling and water holding capacity. And so what that translates into that when that digested kiwi fruit is in the colon, it's going to suck onto and hold onto that water in the small bowel and ascending colon, leading to increased total colonic volume and improved retention of water in the colon with stool and improved stool passage. And that's very similar to what you see with psyllium, which is the fiber supplement that has actually been studied most extensively in RCTs of constipated patients and is endorsed for the treatment of constipation in the recent AGA-ACG guideline.
0: Thank you. Now, could you please discuss how the authors investigated whether kiwi fruit is beneficial in the treatment of
1: constipation and discuss the study findings? This was a multi-center, randomized crossover trial conducted in New Zealand and Japan and other Australia, Asian countries, as well as Italy. And specifically, they took a total of about 180 patients, of whom 60 were healthy controls, 60 met the Rome criteria of functional constipation, And about 60 had constipation-predominant IBS. They were studied for two weeks in a lead-in phase where they recorded their daily bowel habits and other GI symptoms per the GI symptom rating scale. And then they were randomized to take either two green kiwi fruits after cutting off the skin, eating that two green kiwi fruits per day, which were supplied by the study investigators, or psyllium at a dose of 7.5 grams per day. Just for our listeners, that translates into about one tablespoon of Metamucil in eight ounces of water twice a day. And that was done for four weeks, and then there was a four-week washout period, and then patients flipped over, and if they had first tried kiwi fruits, then they flipped over and did psyllium, or vice versa. Now, the primary outcome was an increase in the number of complete spontaneous bowel movements per week with a goal of increasing the frequency of complete spontaneous bowel movements by at least one and a half per week. And a secondary endpoint was looking for a reduction in GI symptoms based on the GI symptom scale. There are a couple of lim- ultimately, in the results, they showed that both green kiwi fruit, increased complete spontaneous bowel movements by an average of 1.5 in the functional constipation group and 1.7 in the IBSC group. And when you combine that data, they actually look just a little bit better than Metamucil. I'd note that this is a small study, relatively speaking, and these were patients that were pretty mild in their symptoms. At baseline, They were having about three and a half complete spontaneous bowel movements per week, so that was very mild symptomatically in terms of how bad their constipation was. The authors did notice statistically significant improvement in GI comfort on the symptom rating scale, although whether or not that was a clinically important improvement I think is is difficult to tell. So those are kind of the key points.
0: Well, this is great news. I mean, patients are always looking for foods they can they can try and take to improve their constipation. And again, it's not a one size fits all. What may work for one patient may not work for someone else. But kiwi fruits, um, this is a great study, although it's small. You know, we've done a lot of podcast episodes that involve constipation, whether IVSC or others. Um, There's lots of great treatments out there, whether it's dietary or pharmaceutical or over-the-counter. But I think where patients need to be aware of, if something is not working and they've tried and tried and tried, then maybe it's time to talk to your doctor about some motility issues or even pelvic floor issues. Correct, Dr. Schoenfeld? Because if the the constipation isn't resolving when you're trying all these treatments, there could be something else going on that has nothing to do with what you're eating.
1: Absolutely. I, I think it's certainly appropriate to Talk about specific foods to improve constipation symptoms with patients, especially if the patient expresses they want to avoid over the counter treatments during shared decision making with the patient. On the other hand, if they don't respond to dietary changes, then I think our job is to be willing to step up therapy with either recommending over-the-counter laxatives or actual prescription therapies, and if the patient doesn't seem to be responding there, to be willing to assess them for things like pelvic floor dysfunction, which may be present and make the patient resistant to dietary changes or other pharmaceutical treatments for constipation.
0: Yes, that's a great point. You know, I always like to bring the patient perspective because patients sometimes listen to these podcasts. So, you know, I always kind of sneak in the patient point. But what I wanted to mention is we've gotten some questions about this. Can I eat the skins of the kiwi fruit? We've gotten this question before and I did do some research and I talked to some dietitians and the Cleveland Clinic has a great article about this. Yes, you can eat the skins of the kiwi fruit. However, if you're predisposed to getting kidney stones or if you're sensitive to what they call oxalates, which are very prominent in these skins, you might want to stay away from the skins. Now, if the thought of eating something fuzzy might taste a little weird, you can kind of maybe get a sponge, clean sponge that you have in your kitchen. And kind of rub it off, clean it well. Or you can just chop the whole thing up after you clean it and throw it in a smoothie, and you won't even know that there's little fuzzies on it. And it does have a lot of fiber. It's great for you. There's other benefits. I encourage you to check out the Cleveland Clinic article, it has some really great tips. But uh, I could go on and on, but I know we have a short time today, but let's but, talk about no, <laughs>
1: let's talk- <laughs> you know, there are a couple of great points. I just want to reinforce for our listeners in the study, they had the patients cut off the skin. Yeah of the kiwi fruit in real life patients don't necessarily have to cut off the skin and also if like a lot of patients want to blend up the kiwi fruit in a blender for a smoothie that is not going to have any impact on the efficacy of the dietary fiber it doesn't putting it in a blender doesn't chop up the dietary fiber within that kiwi fruit it's gonna withstand it so that's just
0: it just hides the fuzzy (laughs) yeah but no this is great Let's talk about how you will apply this research to the management of patients.
1: I I just think when patients ask me for specific foods to eat for treating their constipation, that kiwi fruits the top of my list now. Previously, prunes tended to be the food that I would recommend as long as bloating was not a big symptom concurrent symptom with the patients. And I think this is helpful, especially because as opposed to a fiber supplement from a psyllium-based product like Metamucil, it's helpful because many patients really dislike the consistency of one tablespoon of a psyllium husk, again, like Metamucil, mixed in eight ounces of water. So this is great to start, but I do also note the patients in these trials had very mild constipation symptoms. These were not studies of the moderate to severe patients that we may see. And I think of dietary intervention as either one component of treatment for moderate to severe patients, or if a patient wants to focus solely on dietary intervention, that that should only be in patients with very mild symptoms.
0: Totally makes sense. And I just want to add one more thing about the dietary interventions. You know, patients always, they want to know what they can eat, hands down. We have something, you've heard about this, called the low FODMAP diet. There's also a gentle low FODMAP diet, which is not as extreme in terms of eliminating things as the low FODMAP diet, which really isn't a long-term solution. However, it can help patients identify what's triggering their symptoms so they know what to avoid or replace it with. Now, here's the kicker, and it's important for providers to understand this. You can't just give your patient a paper and say, here's a low FODMAP diet. You know, take look at this or go on an Instagram and find some influencer and think that this is going to help you. You really have to work with a GI expert registered dietitian who has really strong experience in working with patients with a low FODMAP diet who have GI conditions. It's not a trend. We don't want to induce any avoidant or restrictive eating behaviors where a patient could become so afraid to eat because they're, gonna, they're afraid they're going to have a symptom and it's going to trigger pain or something uncomfortable. So it's really important that while dietary interventions are so uh, successful for many patients, it's important to work with someone who is well-versed in something like the low FODMAP diet so your patients aren't going down the path of a potential avoidant restrictive eating pattern, which could lead, unfortunately, to an eating disorder. So I want to just encourage that in this conversation. Before we finish, Dr. Schoenfeld, because we want to sum this up, what are the key points for our listeners to remember here?
1: I really think it's that kiwi fruit is the only specific food that has been demonstrated to improve stool frequency, specifically the frequency of complete spontaneous bowel movements in several small but appropriately designed randomized control trials. That's the big take-home point. The dose would be two green kiwi fruits per day, with or without the skin on Now, can you eat
0: those? One at a time, or do you have to eat them together? That's what. That's a good question. I think.
1: Actually, I think it could go either way. In the studies, it was it was not specified whether you had him eat them at the same time or oh, a times a day.
0: Awesome for all the you who like kiwi fruit. This is a great study. But Dr. Schoenfeld, thank you so much again for joining me today. Please remember to subscribe to Evidence Based DI on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter at ACG underscore EBGI, where we host tutorials every Wednesday and look for our blast email from the ACG on August 16th with our new issue. Thank you so much.